0: podcast answer man episode number 300 entertaining educational and encouraging content that makes a difference this is GSPN.tv. join the community
1: hey there mike stelzner from the social media marketing podcast and you're listening to cliff ravenscraft the world's number one authority in the world of podcasting he's the podcast answer man
0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster, if you have been podcasting for many years, or you haven't quite yet recorded that first episode. There's something we can all do to take our podcast and everything else we do in life to the next level. That's right, my friends, and today I am so excited to be celebrating my 300th episode of Podcast Answer Man, and uh, today I am going to be joined by a very special guest for Podcast Answer Man and one of my greatest friends in the world, Pat Flynn, who is actually standing by right now as I am live broadcasting this out to the world and, of course, recording it in studio. And full full glory for you here today, got a lot of great things I'm going to talk to Pat about. I was immediately going to bring him right into the front of the show, but before I do that now, with the breaking news of Google Reader, um, I kind of just have to address it because otherwise I'm going to just get a billion emails this week and everybody's going to ask me, you know, what are we going to do now, Feedburner's next. So if you haven't heard, if you actually go to google.com slash reader or reader.google.com, you will be faced with a message that simply says Google Reader will not be available after July 1st, 2013. That's right, my friends. And if you click through, it'll actually say Google Reader will be retired on July 1st, 2013. If you'd like to download a copy of all of your Reader data before then, you can do so through Google Takeout. You'll receive your subscription data in an XML file, and the following information can be downloaded or will be downloaded via JSON files. Uh, You'll get a list of your people that you follow, the people that follow you, items that you've starred, items that you liked, items that you've shared, items that that are shared by people you follow, notes that you have created, items with comments. Click here to start your reader data uh, download from takeout. Uh, once downloaded, your subscription data should easily be transferable to another product, where you can continue to keep up with your online reading. So, what do I think about this? Um, obviously, this took me by surprise. I'll be I'll be honest with you. I you know with all of the Feedburner stuff out there and all the people who were claiming that Feedburner was going to disappear, I, I honestly thought Feedburner would go before Google Reader would. Uh, If if FeedBurner was going anywhere and now that FeedBurner or now that Google Reader is gone, does this change the way I feel about the future of FeedBurner? The answer is yes, it does. But I still do not fear the future. One thing I can tell you is that FeedBurner is not going away anytime soon. And by that, I mean, I'm fairly certain that FeedBurner is not going anywhere uh, prior to July of this year. Otherwise, that notice would have been made for FeedBurner as well. Um, In fact, if you actually dig in further, you'll find out this this is a part of Google's spring cleaning. And there, I think, were like eight or probably about eight services that Google is actually shutting down. FeedBurner, not one of them. Now, they will tell you that the reason why Google Reader is being shut down is because it just was having very low traffic to the site and um, there's a plenty of other services out there that people are using to get information and Google reader, uh, was declining in the, in its usage. Now, I would argue that Feedburner actually probably has more users that are using it on a daily basis as far as the content creation side anyway. Uh, and it is a very active uh, product for a lot of bloggers. So here's my thinking behind this right now. Am I actually ready to start thinking about creating a transition plan for what life might be like in the world of podcasting after the end of FeedBurner? Yes. Do I feel like this change needs to be figured out between now and July of this year? No, I don't. In fact, I would actually guess that we'll have at least, at least nine months, maybe even a year, and it could be years to come. But I'm not going to fear or worry about this until there is an official notice by Google. And if nothing else speaks peace into my heart is the note that Google Reader actually gave or Google gave us an advanced notice that on July 1st, this is going away. This is March 13th that this came out. And they're giving you an option for you to take all of your data with you they're giving you step-by-step instructions on how to do it and all this other stuff. So that puts a lot of peace into my mind about the future of FeedBurner and what will happen as far as when they choose to shut it down, if they ever do. And that's, again, an if in my mind. I know for some of you, you're convinced it's going to happen. But then again, the end of the world's going to happen too, Right. Um, (laughs) it's just not something I fear very much. So for those of you who are expecting me to give you a transition plan of what to do after FeedBurner, you're not going to get it anytime soon from me. I still am using FeedBurner for all of my shows. And as soon as I make the decision to change my shows, I will let you know how I'm changing them. And just real quickly, um, I will tell you that when I do have a post FeedBurner transition plan, um, it will not be transitioning from FeedBurner to Blueberry PowerPress. I can be quite certain about the fact that my transition plan will have something to do with actually fully controlling an XML file that you create yourself or you use pro- a program like feedsforall.com to create for you. Um, it will not be a WordPress plugin at all. There will no longer be any feed size issues, there will no longer be any kind of problems like that. And um, personally, I'm going to go more along the lines of a something I do fully own and it's not dependent upon even WordPress or even um, uh, any kind of plug So there you go. That's my feelings. Uh, I do think that this changes my thought about the future of Google FeedBurner. But again, I just simply don't feel like it's anything that I have to worry about immediately. I don't think it's anything you need to worry about immediately. Um, I believe that probably over the next six months, I will be will have developed my post feed burner strategy. And when I do, um, this is one thing I will commit to you. I'll make my entire step-by-step tutorial about how I'm moving all 30 of my podcast feeds over to whatever I decide to move to. I'll make that step-by-step process available to you for free in a step-by-step video tutorial. So nothing to worry about. I don't feel like I'm going to lose very many subscribers when I do make the move. And again, my biggest thing for everybody out there, please do not fear the future. All right, my friends, it is time to get that out of the way to celebrate 300 episodes. I decided I want to celebrate with a great friend of mine, Pat Flynn, who is standing by right now. Pat, how's it going, my friend? It is going awesome. Thank you so much for
1: having me, Clifton. first of all, just congratulations on episode number 300. I, I can't believe that. And for some reason, I was getting this crazy sort of visual in my head of, of you know the movie 300? The film and with all these like, yeah, cat, like Spartans, like I, I imagine you with all your community behind you and you in the front saying, podcasting! <laughs> just like the guy who goes Sparta! Um, I don't know why I thought of that, but I thought it would be pretty cool.
0: Because we, <laughs> we're podcasters and we're taking over the world. Yes. That's what this yes, is all exactly. about. This has been my plan from the beginning. <laughs> world domination. Well, again,
1: <laughs> I mean, 300, that, that's that's so amazing. And that's just for this particular show. I mean, you have all your other shows and I just still blown away by how much content you're creating and how much of an effect you are actually having in this world. Um, not just in the world of podcasting, but the world of earth
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thanks pat i appreciate that somebody did ask me they go wow 300 episodes i wonder what that feels like and i said well i can tell you it's pretty cool um, <laughs> pursuing a balanced life has 530 episodes so uh that one's out there and i've got several episodes over 200 or several shows over 200 but um i have mm-hmm. since december 2005 i've produced well over 3,000 podcast episodes with my voice in them Which is uh, a lot of fun. It's a lot of content, and it's really crazy. I don't. I don't suggest anybody else do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm. I'm working on number sixty right now. Nice. Hey, Pat. Um, I wanted to. We. I gave you a little brief outline in an email, just saying. And by the way, it came up off the top of my head. It's like, hey, if I had you on, these are the things we could talk about. And so I'm going to go through the list here, and I want to see. Uh, if we can take people through kind of our relationship, and 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 the reason why I want to do this is because I want to I want to I want to inspire people on the power of networking with other people online.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely important. I mean, to be honest, I think anybody who tries to succeed online, whether it's through blogging, podcasting, or whatever, you you can't do it alone. You you just can't. You have to go out there and, and find people who are going to jive with your message, who you can connect with, who are going to push you uh, and who you can help push to. And I think that's one thing you've done for me, Cliff, is you've really pushed me to take podcasting really seriously and I've seen the results of it. And it has made a difference in my business and and in my life.
0: Absolutely. And, I, and I'm glad to have made that push and to to see the success that you've had with it. And similarly, you've pushed me in many ways of creating more passive style income and and you know moving further and further away from trading hours for dollars and, and in so many ways. So I, I hope to share some of that in our conversation today. The first thing I thought would be interesting, if you don't mind, is to talk about how we first met. Now, before you give your side of this story, I just want to read to people <laughs> the very first email I had ever received from you. And by the way, I had never heard of you before this email and I had never even anything. This is this is the first introduction of Pat Flynn to Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm interested now. I don't don't even remember what I said. I I just looked it up right before we got on the call today. Um, And this was uh, in my Google uh, Apps email. So this came in on Thursday, December 3rd at uh, 2009 at 2.55 a.m., which, of course, would have been three hours earlier, so it is about midnight your time. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcasting equipment was the subject, and here's how it all began. Hey, Cliff, this is Pat, a friend of Jason Van Orden. I'm a newbie podcaster, longtime blogger, who is excited to expand his brand into the podcasting realm. I've had a l- lot of help from Jay, but I'm still struggling on the proper equipment. I currently have two mics, a blue snowflake... <laughs> Um and a and a Samsung CO1U. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to laugh there, Pat. But anyway, I just can't seem to get the uh, get them to record properly for me, and I'm wondering if it's me or if it's my mics. Jay mentioned some new podcasting equipment he got, and I'm moving into a new office soon, and I thought some really professional equipment that is proven to work should be a nice addition. Any thoughts? Cheers, Pat Flynn. Wow. <laughs>
1: That brings back so many memories gosh that you said that was december of two thousand nine yes uh I have a note here in my report of app in uh, my my business app uh, for gmail and and it says um under your name it says uh, i added a little note and this is from April of two thousand ten it says purchased podcasting equipment high l p r forty plus accessories and and so um you know that that was the first sort of transaction we've we've had together and i know we also you know i also hired you for some consulting and and really that was the beginning of it all and and it was at that point where i knew that you know i needed to kind of do more with you because it was just such a pleasure to work with you and also the fact that you just guided me in the right direction and then you know april 2010 i had my equipment it was july
0: of 2010 when i had my first show and i just haven't stopped since yeah. And I remember those first conversations that we had when you had uh, hired me for some one-on-one and I just got the sense of your overall vision and your approach to online business. Um, you know, I, I, when I saw or heard Smart Passive Income, I'm thinking, oh great, another internet blogger. <laughs> ugh, these guys, these, these these people, these scummy people of the earth, these internet marketers. Ah. And then I found out, it's like, wait a second, Pat's not your ordinary internet marketer. And the conversations you and I had, I I found out immediately that we shared a ton of the same values. And really, if you want to know, there was one thing that really stood out uh, to me more than your income, more than your passive products and the fact that. You really don't that you are actually supporting your family, and you are not doing one on one coaching. You are not trading dollars for hours. Mm -hmm. Um, You know that was all pretty impressive to me. But what I found most impressive was when I actually talked to you about what I thought it would take to create a successful podcast. You says, "Well, you said to me, well, as long as that doesn't cut into the time that I spend with my son and my wife." Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that that right there is what really spoke to me because here I am going to turn around my desk here. And I'm gonna to read to you a quote. This is from Tony Robbins. It says, surround yourself with successful people who will challenge you and model those who have success in the areas that you want to exceed in. Yeah, great quote. So, so what I realized there, now yes, obviously, you had achieved some pretty, significant, some pretty significant things in building your brand, getting the word out about who you are and stuff like that. And, and there was a lot of things that I saw in your success that I would like to model in my own life. Uh but one of the things that really stuck out to me is, was the fact that that you really do put your family first and that's something that that has always been a struggle for me in building my business and my brand and I immediately knew that I wanted to actually build a relationship with you to get to know you better and I even communicated that to you right from the start do you remember that?
1: Yeah, you did. I'm I'm, I'm sitting here looking for those emails I can't find them right now. I think when I made the switch to Google Apps something happened but um you know, I I was actually, I thought maybe you would have pulled out the actual audio of us talking together. You know, <laughs> you you do that, you know, and I I, I was, uh, I don't know if you record those one-on-one sessions or not, but, um, yeah, I mean, I I I don't know what it was. It was just. I felt that connection too. And I think it was just with how generous you were and, and um, with, with your time with me and, and with helping out and I had some follow up questions for you that you were very happy to answer, no questions or uh, asked or any, anything like that. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just crazy. And, 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 and I love how you talked about what it was that, you know, really got, me connected to you which was, which was talking about my family and and uh, that I feel is um, always been the most important thing and always will be the most important thing. And I know a lot of people who have connected with me and my message um, because of the exact same reason and I think that's what differentiates myself, you know, talking about myself a little bit from every, everybody else in that internet marketing pact. However, I think it's important to also note that you had this initial first impression of me before you even met me about and it was simply because of the name of my domain and and I think that's very interesting and a lot of people said that too and I was actually talking to Andrew Warner the other day uh, from Mixergy in an interview with him and he said it took him years to finally contact me and interview me because he had this sort of predetermined notion of of who I was just simply because of, of what my content was about and he said that once other people started to talk about me, once he started to dive into my content a little bit, he figured out that really it was, it was more than just about the passive income. It was about everything else that comes along with it, including spending time with my family and just being proud of the businesses that you um, have and also uh, adding actual value into people's lives through through the content that you create, no matter what platform it might be on.
0: Yeah. And that's that's the one thing that I found that you know you and I both shared and, and instantly gelled on was our was the fact that yeah we both want to make money there's no question we don't hide that fact from anyone but we definitely above making money most important to us is making a positive difference in people's lives and um what it wasn't too long but um I came to you and actually we launched this on October 8th 2010 I did not realize it was that long ago but on October 8th 2010 I uh, right before then actually actually it was probably right around the very first of October I approached you and uh, one other person and asked if we could form an official mastermind relationship, a mastermind group that would meet on a weekly basis. And um, we we actually officially kicked that off on October 8th, 2010. And we've been meeting ever since then. Uh, and it has radically had a positive impact in my life.
1: Yeah, and mine as well. And I'm looking at... at- you know, because I remember we did a podcast together and I was just trying to see when exactly that was. I had you on my show on September 8th. So that was a month before we formed that mastermind group. And in that podcast, we talked about, um, you know, your story and, and and everything about that. And that was that was an incredibly inspiring story for all the listeners out there. And then I had you on again later talking about um, giving stuff away for free and the power of, of doing that and the um, what can happen when you just put all your... Uh, power and energy into helping people and how people will just naturally want to come and and, and help you back uh, and pay you back for, for, for all that. And, um,
0: and, and that what, was, what date was that, that I, in September was I on your show? Uh, that was September 8th. And then you came back, that was
1: for episode uh, five. And then you came back for 13, um, is giving away free information bad. Here are some answers. is the name of that podcast.
0: Yep. And, and so I was on your show on September 8th. On September 9th, you were on episode 177 of this podcast Uh and it was titled popular blogger Pat Flynn adds podcasting to the mix. Who knew that that
1: was actually going to change my entire business? I mean, you knew because obviously, you know, the power of podcasting and I knew that podcasting was powerful too. I mean, I got in, I was interested in doing a podcast since 2008 um, before I even heard about you, Cliff. And it was because of Jason Van Orden and Jeremy Franson from Internet Business Mastery. I was listening to their podcast and their podcast is the one that inspired me to kind of go down this route and sort of. Create my own life uh, through through online marketing and and online business. Um, Yeah, and and now my podcast just passed three million total down- downloads, um, and I've switched to a weekly show now just because it's been so powerful in my business. And then, you know, the, I always tell the story now, ever since January of 2013 and going to New Media Expo, uh, I, when I was there, hundreds of people came up to me to say hi and just, just meet me, and, and I thought that was really cool. But the most interesting part about that was that 95% of those people talked about the podcast first before anything else thank you for their podcast i listened to your podcast uh you know i i I listened to you on the way to work every day it was it was all about the podcast you know nobody came up to me and talked about you know thank you so much for that post you wrote about the top 10 tips for using google plus or facebook you know nobody nobody's ever said that to me but every most people say Thank you so much for the podcast. And I think that just speaks highly of, of podcasting in general and, and what that can do to
0: actually change people's lives and have people remember who you are. Absolutely. I, and I love hearing that story. It just, it's, it's and it's true. I've seen this before. And, and uh, you know, you basically you carry, um, you, or you create a relationship, a bond with an audience when they can hear your voice on a weekly basis. And it means so much more to them than, than reading the words that you type on a screen um, mm-hmm. e- even though you might spend 8 10 or 12 hours on a blog post which Pat I know you've done before I have, yeah. and and you know you get behind a microphone for 45 minutes and you just share your heart and that can have so much more of a bonding agent not 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 that it's more valuable because there you could actually those pillar content uh, pillar posts that you create those those ha- create a tremendous amount of value, but there's something about the, your spoken word, the, the tone of your voice that conveys more of who you are and transfers that as and, and transmits it uh, in a way that, that is bonding and creates that relationship with the person who hears your voice. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And And I'm, I'm thinking back to the very first episode that I recorded and how scared I was to do that and how, just frustrating it was and how I didn't like listening to my own voice. And, and, um, you know, I I actually recorded that first episode three or four times (laughs) because I was just not happy with it. And I tried to do the whole thing where I would edit my favorite parts from each of those recordings. And it was just, it wasn't, I was, I, you know, I was eventually it was just like, I'm just going to record straight through if, if there's any issues or, you know, if, You know, I'm not even going to edit. I'm just going to go for it. And as a result of doing that, my... Public speaking career started. I've gotten more confident behind the microphone and actually mustered up enough courage to to do public speaking. And now, something that I would totally feared before has become a passion of mine. And and I've been speaking everywhere now. I've I've spoken four times this year. I'm going to uh, Seattle next week for Creative Live. Uh, I'm going to speak at Social Media Marketing World. for Social Media Examiner and Michael Stelzner. I'm going to Internet Profits Live in Chicago in April. And I, I actually just landed my very first keynote presentation. Nice. Which I'm incredibly excited about at, at the Financial Bloggers Conference um, in, in St. Louis in, uh, in October. And it's funny because it, that kind of came full circle because actually it was two years ago at the Financial Bloggers Conference in Chicago where I had my very first presentation. So I'm coming back now two years later doing a keynote for them and and I'm just I'm so excited. And really when I think about how all this happened and why all this happened, it was because I started podcasting and it was because of you, Cliff.
0: That's awesome. Thank you. And and thank you to Jason Van Orden for introducing of course, us. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean he
1: he's had a, a tremendous impact in my life as well, not just through podcasting, but but just understanding uh you know the the fact that we can make a living by pursuing our dreams and and, and you know sort of molding our own lifestyle instead of uh, having to, you know, to, to follow the path that everyone else has told you to follow.
0: Absolutely. And uh, speaking of, since we're we're talking about public speaking, one of the things that you and I have done together is we actually entered into public speaking around the same time. Um, mm. You your first speaking gig was the Financial Blogger Conference in 2011. Um, I was at that event as well as a speaker. Uh, and then not only that, but we also both uh, spoke at Blog World and New Media Expo and now New Media Expo together. We've mm-hmm. both spoken at Michael Hyatt's platform conference together, and we're both speaking at uh, Michael Stelzner's social media marketing world together in just a few weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so it has been fun to to see how, you know, it. it both of us kind of got interested in that public speaking realm of taking our brand to the next... Level Or being everywhere, if you will, Uh, physically everywhere now. Um, And that's been fun. And another thing that we've done that's been really interesting is that when we're speaking at an event together, we've had more than one occasion where we've actually done, um, uh, I guess, co-led or co-hosted meetups. You want to tell folks about that?
1: Yeah, that, that has been amazing. And I remember when we were going to speak at the Financial Bloggers Conference in 2011 together. We just got together, and we decided to sort of combine uh, a little meetup and, and meet at a little pizza place in in Chicago. Luminatis. Or, yes, thank you, Luminatis. It was that in Schamberg. I yes. can't even pronounce that correctly. Yes. Um, and we just—I think we did. Was that one? I think that one was just a, a Facebook event. Yeah. I think that, we just threw we,
0: it up on Facebook and said, anybody who wants to come, come. And, and, uh, I think we had about 40 or 50 people there. Yeah. It was
1: so amazing. That was my first time ever doing a meetup. And I know you've done that before, but it was really cool to, co- to combine and, and, and see, um, people who knew both of us already. Some people that knew just you, Cliff, who I got to meet for the first time. And I really appreciated that. And I know a lot of people came to see me who met you for the first time and, um, quite possibly started working with you as a result of that. And it's just, again, the the power of, of networking and, and meeting people and getting uncomfortable. Uh, and, and I do really feel like that is getting uncomfortable for a lot of people, actually going out there, putting yourself out there, meeting people, shaking hands with people, telling people who you are and what you stand for, and also just being interested in what other people are doing. That's hard to do. And it was hard for me to do too in, in the beginning, but it has absolutely been one of the best decisions of my life to just open myself up, And meet as many people as I can, and uh, you know what? A lot of people who who I have met who I didn't really know before, or who um, may have seemed sort of, you know, I don't want to put people on like a a scale or anything, but you know, people who are sort of unknown at the time, who uh, you know, as opposed to someone who is worldly famous. some of those people have become some of the most important people, uh, as far as people who have promoted my brand, or who have supported me, or who have been there for me, or who have clicked my affiliate links. Like, y- you never know the impact that a single person can have in your business, no matter big, no matter how big or how small they are. So that's why I feel like it's really important to treat everybody equally. and And I think a lot of people, I, I know they get this with with you, Cliff, and also uh, through me, uh, because people have told me they just appreciate how you know, we care for
0: everybody, no matter where they are on, on the scale of success. Exactly. Absolutely. Hands down. That's true. We, we, we treat everybody the same because I'll tell you there, there were, there was a time before anybody ever knew who I was and people treated me just like anybody else. And, um, once they recognized who I was and what I was doing, they were willing to, uh, spread the word to their community about who I am. And, and we try to pay that forward as much as we can. Right, right. And, and now you and I
1: are doing a meetup in uh, in San Diego soon.
0: Absolutely. In fact, uh, we can kind of tell people about it right here, right now, if you want, for the very first time. Oh, our, I guess our, our, sorry. Our, i
1: sorry. I might have spilled the beans then, but. <laughs>
0: no, that, that's all right. Uh, we are going to be doing a meetup uh, in San Diego. In fact, let me see here. Our meetup is going to be uh, Tuesday. You know what? Hold on one second. I have an Eventbrite page set up for this, and I will get a link to it. Uh, so, hmm, hold on one second. Sure. Okay, I found it here. Um, by the way, it is San Diego SPI GSPN. Eventbrite.com. Now, guess what? I happen to know for a fact that Pat's probably going to create a pretty link to this. I'm going to create a pretty link to this. Mine's going to be slash san diego meetup all one word i will create that after i finish recording today <laughs> what about you pat uh, i haven't created it yet but it'll prob- probably be smart
1: slash meetup which i just change where that link goes to every every um
0: that is a great idea by the way uh scrap the san diego meetup <laughs> mine is going to be podcastanswerman.com slash meetup Boom. I love there it. Go. Do you see how you just influenced me? I'm changing your life as it's, we speak. You just, <laughs> so let's talk about this meetup real quick. It is going to be on Tuesday, April 9th, 2013 from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. We have uh, reserved an entire restaurant that is open to nobody yes, except for us and 98 of our closest friends. What's the what's the password to get in? Uh, is there a password? There, the, the, what Probably you need not. to do is you just need to go and <laughs> sign up on Eventbrite and all the details are there. So if you just go to com slash meetup or podcastanswerman.com slash meetup, uh, then that's going to forward you to where you can go and register so that you can be a part of our meetup. But we will have to, the, this, the restaurant will only allow 100 people inside of it. So uh, it will sell out. So please do register as soon as possible.
1: I mean, I'm really excited to, to have you in my hometown, uh, Cliff, uh, San Diego. Hopefully, hopefully, typically the weather is amazing all year round except we have like two days of the year where it's not 75. Uh, hopefully those days aren't the days of social media marketing world. And it's funny because I remember when we went to Nashville, it was like 60 degrees and everybody was walking around in shorts and stuff and I was there just freezing my butt off because... <laughs> Cause I'm so
0: spoiled here in San Diego. It's it's really, um, you know, you do adjust to where you're at. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to have a great time. And we hope that folks will come to the meetup and uh, have the opportunity. Of course, this is open to you. Whether you're coming to financial or financial blogger, whether you're coming to social media marketing world or not, it does not matter. Come to our meetup. We would love to have you there. All right. So um, I want to go back uh, to our mastermind group that you and I are in uh, together. Yes and i want to talk about a couple of things where um that we had done as a result of being in a mastermind group together one of the things that we did is uh we launched our first joint venture project uh together we did a webinar called passive income strategies for podcasters mhm that was fun i remember i remember doing that and putting together
1: the tutorial and um yeah, I mean, I thought it, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I didn't see really that much stuff about monetizing a podcast on on your site or you actually talking about that very much, and I was happy to offer some of my advice uh, to to your community there and and. For those, I, I I've gotten emails from people who have gone through that course and who have you know thanked me and have actually used some of those strategies, especially when it comes to um, you know utilizing an email list and stuff like that. Which I remember, I'm 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 just getting these flashbacks about your email list, Cliff, yep. and kind of what what you you know how far you've come along with that too. I mean, there's just we, we've done, we've just done so much together, and I th- I think it's really cool. And yeah, I remember doing that webinar, and and that was a lot of fun.
0: It it was a ton of fun. Which, by the way, folks, that is available uh, individually over at uh dot slash products. It's in the list down there. It says smart pa- or no, it says passive income strategies for podcasters, and uh, it is available and, for purchase.
1: And they are timeless strategies because I know we did that a while ago, but those those strategies absolutely still do. Uh, work.
0: Yeah, and one thing, I and I keep meaning to go in and put a little update video right in front of it that says, "Hey, by the way, I no longer use Mailchimp and I'm using Aweber. And if you go to podcastanswerman.com/slash Aweber, you'll find out why I did and why I suggest you do as well. Hmm. So I need to do that. But for anybody who's listening, if go go ahead and get the tutorial, but also go to podcastanswerman.com/slash Aweber to find out why Mailchimp was not the right choice for me. And speaking of email lists, one thing that intrigued me about what you what you do, Cliff, and,
1: and the fact that is the fact that you get an incredibly, just unremarkably high open rates, for your email. Right. I think you, I think you said something around eighty percent or something like that. I, I could even higher now.
0: Actually, there are times when I get over one hundred percent, and that's because people share it. Um, and it's usually somewhere between sixty to ninety on average. And the re- reason why, and by the way, my my mailing list is very small compared to yours. I take a little bit of a uh, different approach to my newsletter than you do uh, in that I know that you actually do, or actually my mailing list, you do a newsletter and I do a mailing list and you actually provide a lot of valuable additional information that's not on your blog. Sometimes it highlights older posts in your blog, which I think is a great idea and it's actually something that... I probably should do more of, but I just haven't had time and it's just not been a priority. For me, I have a whole lot less people on my mailing list, but the people who are on there are the people who are going to purchase things from me. And I know this because when you sign up for my mailing list, there's no free anything. It literally Mm. says, if you would like to be notified of when I have something new to sell you, please sign up. (laughs) And that's it. I mean, that's pretty much what it says. I mean, it's worded a little differently than that. But that is like, listen, when I have a new product, when I have a new service to to offer, or if I might have a discount once or twice a year, this is the place you're going to get notified. If you're interested in that, sign up. And so I might only have a few thousand people on my mailing list, but those few thousand people are eagerly waiting for me to release something new that they can purchase.
1: Right and I love that and that's what you taught me is the fact is the fact that you really want to make sure you set your subscribers expectations up right from the start. And you can sell your email list. A lot of people are getting tired of being sold to on email lists, but that's because they weren't expecting the barrage of emails that many people, especially in the industry that I'm in, send to their subscribers, trying to get them to buy this product and then this product the next week and then this product the week after that. And that's sort of why I've taken an approach to my email list where I'm using it as a relationship builder. Because I know that emails, you know, is very personal. You know, a lot of people check their emails first thing in the morning and a lot of people view email almost like a phone ringing. You can't just you, you can't leave an email you know unread or or it's a doorbell. You have to check to see who's who's at the door. Um, which is why I know email is a very uh, strong sort of strategy, but I, I use it to build relationships and add additional content, uh, helpful, valuable content, uh, to those in my audience who have taken that step to give me permission to speak to them. And if you know, I don't sell anything on my email list, and that's how I've been able to grow an email list of about 50,000 people. Now, my open rate is about 40 to 60%, which in the sort of internet marketing industries is still e- extremely high. Typically, I mean, I know people who have email lists of 200 to 300,000. However, they're getting an open rate of ten percent, and that's still a lot. That's like thirty thousand people, but I would rather have, uh, you know, an email list with with a higher open rate, um, and and just a more engaged subscribership. Yeah,
0: I totally agree with you, and 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 like I said, I there you're doing some things with your your email list that that I wish I I had more time to do. Um, and the thing is, is that, you know, some people say, well, gosh, Cliff, you just need another assistant. And, you know, I do, <laughs> but honestly, it's not one of those things that I would want to farm out. It, I, I want to, I actually want to write the personal notes to that, that would actually be included in a, in a, you know, a, what do you call that? The, the list where it actually is set up to go out later. Um,
1: an auto responder.
0: Yeah. The auto responders. I want, I want to actually hand write those and think about those and, and stuff like that. and, and, You know, I'll get around to it one of these days. (laughs) One of the things that you did do, though, newsletters, oftentimes people email and um, they're usually HTML formatted with a nice, you know, header and graphics and, you know, they get two or three columns and it's, I mean, it just looks beautiful if you have the exactly right settings in your email to read it that way. Um, And if not, uh, when those emails come in, they look atrocious. And they're also, they also look like a website in your email. And I hate that. So one of the things that I noticed that you do is you just use kind of a, you're, you're HTML formatted, but you, you pretty much just use text. And yeah. and you started off with first name comma, which basically pulls the first name out of the subscription list. And it's kind of like a personal email from you to me. And I've modeled that as well. And, and, and it's been very helpful.
1: Awesome. Yeah, there, there, there's, I mean, different email services have different, codes for using the names that uh, people enter when they subscribe but for Aweber I use actually first name fix yes and, w- and what that does is, is it uses the first name but also makes sure that the first letter in that name is, is uppercase because sometimes people just put the whole thing in lowercase um, some people put it all uppercase which is kind of weird but <laughs> um and, and, and yeah, so I, I just like I was talking about earlier, I try to keep those emails as per like just like it's a personal email from a friend to a friend. And again, just trying to differentiate myself from everybody else in this business who is using those really intricate, high, you know, highly graphic sort of templates um i just shoot an email out there i don't want any distractions i just want people to read read what i have to say and then if there's a call to action which there typically is whether it's um check out this blog post or check out this video or check out this resource i found or whatever um that's what I want them to, to see and that's what I want them to do. So I don't want them to, to be distracted uh, by anything else. And yeah, like you were saying earlier, I do point people back to some of my older posts, which I think is really important because a lot of us create content and this is just for podcasters or bloggers or anybody really, you know, we, we create content over time and over time, a lot of our great pieces of content that we've, we've, Um, Produced just kind of gets lost in our archive. And, you know, a lot of times there are new people who come to your site who will never, ever see that unless you were to bring it to their attention.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to go back to our mastermind again and talk about um, how specifically uh, I was inspired to make some big changes in my business uh one of the things that i was up against it was um i had this thing it was called the dark days of december 2010 and it was amazing is that you actually were where you were riding that along that journey with me you you kind of saw behind the scenes a little bit more mm-hmm. into what was behind now for, by the way folks if you went to pursuingabalancedlife.com and scrolled all the way back and found episode number 483 that episode is titled The Dark Days of December 2010. And I was actually pretty depressed. I was just came off of the most two the two most back to back, most successfully financial months I've ever had in my life at that time. And I was burned out. And I got sick. And I was in a, just in December 2010, I got just depressed and I just kind of lost all confidence and kind of lost my my will to move forward with doing exactly what I was doing. It was just burning me out. And uh Pat, I, during one of our mastermind calls, you started telling me about this eight week or several week program uh, that you were doing and you said you were charging $800 per person for it and you had limited the class to so many people and you had people on a waiting list. So tell us a little bit about that and I'll talk about how that inspired or what that inspired for me. Yeah, so one of the
1: things I did on smartpassiveincome.com was I publicly and freely shared how I built this website from scratch. It's actually a website you can find at securityguardtraininghq.com. And I showed people how I found that niche, how I created the website, how in about... Uh, se- actually exactly 73 days I took it from scratch to number one in Google and started to make a, a couple thousand dollars from it uh, every month through through advertising um, and that inspired a lot of people to start their own journeys and start their own websites and a lot of people actually as a result of sharing that information for free have uh, quit their jobs have been able to spend more time with their family and th- that's really what this is all about for me uh, but a lot of people even though I shared all that information for free even in a step by step manner um, and you can see that at, if, if you go to niche site uh duel like battle. Uh, and the reason it's called that is because there was actually uh, another person who challenged me to uh, create a site from scratch and he would do it too. We would kind of do it together and kind of see who would get the better results. I think I won, but I don't know. <laughs> we, we didn't really ever have a conclusion to that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so I take people through this process and I share everything and it, and it works and a lot of people do it. Uh, but a lot of people also felt like they needed a little bit more hand-holding through that process, and and it kind of baffled me. I'm like, everything is right there. It's free. Like <laughs> they're they're like, no, I I want to work with you, Pat, and I want you to show me exactly how to do this. Uh, you know, in a really even more detailed manner. I want to be part of a group. I want you to hold me accountable. And that's when it clicked for me. You know, it was that I could and uh, create sort of like a like a course or a training course, and where I could bring people on for an X number of weeks and and actually walk them step by step through that process and take a group of people you know not just one person at a time but a group of people who can all kind of put their heads together too and and, and sort of create this sort of community that sort of grows together and then and then reaches a point of, of success at the end and so I did that and, and it was really interesting because I, I limited it the first time I did this I limited it to 20 people and I had an application process because I wanted to make sure the people who go through it were serious and uh, wanted to really succeed and, and were doing it for the right intentions uh, with right with the right intentions and I you know I had about 200 people sign up for this class and they already knew it was going to be $799 um, which you know it, that sounds like a lot but when 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 you figure that you know I'm working with people for eight weeks about um, and there's webinars every week and and homework and you know people can contact me that's quite that's actually a deal when, when you think <laughs> yeah. about it. Um, Trust me I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so you know, just just I was like blown away by the fact that that many people would be willing to pay that much money to to work with me, and so I did that, and, and we had a really successful first class. Of course, just like you know, in most classes, uh, you know, especially in, in the online marketing space, you know, some people have other things that happen. Some people, you know, not everybody in the course uh, was able to to finish, uh, but most people did. And a lot of people found success and created a new, a new life because of it. And so I did a second round where I took in 30 people because I figured that I could handle 10 more. Uh, and that was just as, just as, if not more successful. And I know that you were kind of watching this happen as I was going through it and I Uh, So let's talk about how you were feeling when, and, and what was going through your head when you saw all this happening on my side. um.
0: Well, you, you would come onto the, into our, our mastermind calls and, and you, I would actually share the, the go-to meeting presentation with you and you would show me how you had it all set up. You showed me your PDF documents for the homework and you showed me the online forums and how people were interacting and, you know, that you gave them access during this period of time and and at the time, I, I I was just coming out of the, the dark days of December 2010, and this was like, you know, I was getting ready to go on, a I was supposed to go on a cruise with Dan Miller, with my wife, and taking my entire family of five, and I was, act, at the time, I did not have very many passive income properties, uh, if any at all, and so as a result of that, I, I didn't know what I was going to do, and I, I'm like, I'm going to be gone for 10 days with my family. How am I going to, you know, it's going to take me a while to prepare to leave. Then I'm going to be away from my business for 10 days. And then I've got to come back and it'll take me a while to get caught up. How am I going to generate income during this time? And as you were sharing this, I'm thinking, wait a second. I could probably get by. And and you may have even said, Cliff, you could probably do a, a, a yeah. course. <laughs> and And think, so I'm yeah, like you're right. I could do something like this. And so I'm like, okay, well, Pat charges 800. Okay. My first one is going to be 800. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I think probably everybody should be able to launch one, a podcast in this amount of time. So I created podcasting A to Z for the very first time. And I became convinced, convinced that I would be able to get 20 people at $800 a piece. Now, here's the thing. I did. I spent Every waking moment before I left for my cruise, setting all of this stuff up, getting everything, testing every aspect from the time you register, the email that you get, all of the stuff. I, I, I mean, literally, probably poured about 80 hours a week, every week for three weeks before I left for the cru- cruise. And it went. the registration went live two days before we, we left for Florida. And uh, as, as we were leaving our driveway, I only had one person signed up. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to do it? (laughs) I'm like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Well, we drove to Florida and I let my wife do a lot of the driving and I had my wireless internet and my laptop and I was answering email after email after email, answering questions about the course, convincing people that yes, this is right for you and all of this stuff. And during my 10 days, I generated $16,000 in income and signed up my 20th person the day the class started, which was the Monday after I got back from the cruise
1: boom, love that oh my gosh that's so awesome now
0: <laughs> i've i 've done eight or actually no i 'm in my ninth a to z course now, and uh, moving forward this course each time I do it and I do it somewhere between four to six times per year generates between twenty five to fifty thousand dollars for each four week course
1: man that is that is awesome and I know people who have gone through your course and I know some higher up people who have gone through your course and, and, and have really, really gotten so much out of it, who, who now have top podcasts and iTunes. I mean, I was just looking the other day, uh, you know, Amy Porterfield has, uh, one of the, you know, well, she has like five shows in the top episodes, um, in, in, in podcasts in, in, under, under the business category right now. And, um, you know uh, i mean that's just one of of many people who who you've who you have helped and it just blows my mind that you have a 100% success rate yes with your class which i feel like every class should absolutely strive for of course <laughs> in any sort of uh niche that you're in but that's just that's just so amazing, Cliff. And, I, and I'm really glad to have um, somehow uh, inspired you to, to, to go down that route.
0: Well, I want to tell you another thing that you inspired. One of the things that I realized was that I, I had all of these audio editing technique videos and tutorials. I had passive income strategy tutorials. I had uh, monetization social media tutorials. I had, um, you know, all of these pretty mid-level to advanced level tutorials to help you get your podcasting to the next level but I did not have an introduction to podcasting. You know, I didn't have like the basics. So I decided, you know what, after creating, I've had all of this experience in creating all these tutorials, I'm finally going to create the one huge, missing, glaring oversight in my ability to give you a tutorial and it's gonna be podcasting 101. Learn how to podcast 101. This is the basics, this is everything you need to know. If you don't know this, you are missing the foundation. You know you Mm -hmm. can build your house, but you have to have this. And now the thing is, my A to Z course, I was giving them the foundation, but I was giving it to them one person at a time, answering question after question after question. So I'm like, I need to create this tutorial and it needs to be the first thing I assign to them as homework. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do that. Now, what I did is I actually spent over, somewhere between 40 to 60, I can't remember what it is after all these years now, after over a year now, but um, I sent, spent somewhere between 40 to 60 hours putting together Learn How to Podcast and the, the 101, the, to- to- the tutorial, easy for me to say. The, the tuto- tutorial. The tutorial. <laughs> it is totally the tutorial that you need to have for the foundation of podcasting. And I knew for a fact after I had finished it, this is the best tutorial I've ever created in my life. Out of everything I've ever done, this is the best one so far. And I know this is going to be a huge hit. And I was telling you guys in the, in the mastermind group about it, I'm going to start it off as a webinar and then afterwards I'm going to sell it and I'm just going to make this one $50. My normal price for webinars is right around $100. And I'm but going to make this one available for $50 and I know for a fact it's going to sell. I'll, 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 I'll make at least $5,000 off of it immediately and I, I believe that it's going to generate some serious income. And what did you guys say? We were like, um, you should just give this away for free. <laughs> <laughs> and what did I say? You're right, Pat. Let's do
1: it. <laughs> well, you were, at first, you're like, what? Like, why? And, and you know, really, it just, it, you, you'd say, I mean, I know why you were questioning it. I mean, you had put so much, so many hours in, and work into it, and it was the perfect, and it still is the perfect tutorial, um, and one that people would pay for. However, it's also a tutorial that people would share like mad and just find in YouTube and in through Google um, as a way to introduce yourself to people who wouldn't have found you otherwise, who can then connect with you and your voice and the, your style of teaching, and then just get excited about podcasting. And most of those people, or a lot of those people. We were saying, you know, would probably be interested in your A to Z course, and you have to think about: okay, you want to make fifty dollars um, from from you know ten people, or do you want to make eight hundred dollars or whatever the price would be from one person? And and that I think kind of started to change your mindset a little bit.
0: It did. In fact, what had happened was um, as I was sharing this with you guys in the mastermind, I had already uh, scheduled the webinar. I already had several people who had pre-purchased. The finished product, and, and it's like I knew this was going to sell. I knew I was going to sell thousands of copies. You know, a few thousand, uh, just based upon the fact that I know these people are waiting for this product. And I and I did the math: fifty dollars times a few thousand people. That's that's some significant. And you're telling me give it away for free? And and I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll tell everybody. I, I I rejected the idea at first. I said I really appreciate what you guys are saying, but man, I don't think you guys understand just how much money I'm giving up here if I do this because I know it's going to generate at least this much and uh-huh. and I'm like wait a second and and I started to think about what you were saying and then it hit me and it actually did and I did the webinar and on the webinar people says you know are we going to get this you know cuz and I did the webinar for free I said come to the webinar for free but I did communicate I was very clear about the expectations the webinar is free you can come and attend live for free but if you want the actual finished product and you want to go through it again and watch it on your own and stuff like that, it's going to be fifty dollars to to have the highly produced uh, HD video quality uh, tutorial. And and I, I and people ask, why don't you just give this away for free? And I explained why I was not going to give it away for free on the on the webinar. And so I actually did. I made quite a few sales on that webinar. And. We had one more uh, mastermind call before I had officially put everything out and you guys brought, I brought it up again. You guys once again came up with this whole, give it away for free, give it away for free. And then I'm like, okay. And I saw the light and I did the, I did something that's even harder than giving away for free, Pat. I went into PayPal and and my payment processor and every single person who pre-ordered the tutorial, I refunded every single one of them. Mm-hmm. and said guys I've decided to give this away for free you know give me 2 days and go to learnhowtopodcast.com and 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 you'll find it there for free absolutely free and if you want you can share it with anybody in the world this was just over a year ago the first video over 29,000 views
1: already huge and I'm looking up learn how to podcast in
0: Google and you are number one exactly and and folks like you Michael Stelsner, Michael Hyatt and and so many hundreds of other people out there saw this tutorial saw that I was giving it away for free saw that it was such high quality that and, and it was so remarkable that they have freely shared it with their communities and blogged about it and it's just everywhere. And so, Pat, I, again, this is the power of having a mastermind relationship like this. And, and uh, you've inspired me in so many ways. So I, I, I figured I wanted to actually come and bring you into my 300th episode to say, thanks a lot for our friendship. It's meant a lot to me over these years.
1: Yeah. You know what, Cliff? I mean, I I can say the exact same thing about you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your life and part of the mastermind group together. I mean, we actually started it together and then have recently brought other people in. um, And um, yeah, it's just the feeling is mutual.
0: Before I I wrap up the show here and everything, I want to ask you to share one thing. You're working on something brand new that's going to be launched this coming Monday. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about what it is? and uh, how people can find it
1: sure yeah and thank you for the opportunity to, to talk about this i've been working on this project for the last three months and it's a book so i'm coming out and i've published a book however it's a little bit different than a book it's on it's being published on a brand new platform that isn't even out yet it comes out along with my book on monday march 18th hopefully if everything goes right of course it's Tech, it's new technology it's a new startup anything can happen but we're shooting for March 18th and what it is it's, it's sort of like a book in a way that it's made up of chapters and you know it's a, it's a reading experience however it takes it another level by including uh, well, there's a few few interesting things about it on, on the Snippet platform, which is what it's called. Uh, there are chapters. However, each chapter is limited to a thousand words. So much like a tweet, how it's short and sweet and, and easily digestible, It's that's how it is in this particular book. So it's it's really fast and easy to consume. But in addition to that, it incorporates multimedia. So it incorporates audio. It incorporates video. It incorporates social media too which is really what has me excited so imagine reading a book and all of a sudden in the middle of 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 the text there is a little box that shows the conversation from a a particular hashtag that is uh, set up for it or you can go in there and share any of those discoverables is what they call them the the audio video or, or sort of the images you can go in there and you can share those with your facebook or twitter fans um you can actually highlight a particular text and share that on Facebook and Twitter. And for the author, what that does is it shares that part of the book with whoever shares it uh, w- with their audience, but also it includes a link back to where you can go buy that snippet. Um, and 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 the story, or the, the, the my book is called Let Go, which is uh, sort of a double meaning. It's called Let Go because it, it talks about my it talks, you know, in really detail about my experience of getting let go from the architecture industry, but also my experience letting go of the path that I was told to be on that I had worked for for so long, letting go of the fears that were holding me back from actually starting this journey and and becoming my, uh, you know, you know, working for myself and becoming an entrepreneur. And I'm just incredibly excited. And, you know, I, I had written the book in about two weeks uh, because it was, it was pretty easy because it, it was my story. However, it's so much more, it, it actually became this production uh, thing where I had to hire a videographer. I hired a producer to help me put it all together. And and it's, it's coming out on Monday and, and the, the trailer is up. Uh, and it, I'm just I'm just so excited to see what people um how people react to it, and and uh, I actually haven't even seen the final product yet on the snippet platform, to t- so I can't even sh- say exactly how uh, how it's going to be. Um, but uh, it, it's going to be really fun, I think. And um, you know, it's just I, I love the fact that I can tell stories now online, and and uh, how technology is progressing. And I mean, I really feel like this is sort of where publishing is going. It's not just it's not just about text anymore. It's about The audio and the visual that goes along with it so you can find that uh you know depending on when you listen to this um you know it's you can see the 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 trailer and and, uh, you know where the you you just go to patflynn.me
0: slash let go there you go and um, thank you cliff for letting me share that absolutely patflynn.me slash let go i can't wait to get my hands on it and uh i think everybody should go check it out so thank you again pat for everything and by the way i look forward to our meetup in san diego
1: yes yes that'll be fun so what is this uh com slash meetup exactly (laughs) perfect all right we'll see you there buddy
0: take care and well my friends that is going to wrap up the celebratory 300th episode of Answerman.com. And, you know, Pat Flynn has been, as you can tell, a great source of inspiration to me personally, has been a wonderful friend over these past several years. And, you know, honestly, Pat Flynn is just one of many people who are just as important to my story. And, uh, you know, I, I, I couldn't bring them all into today's episode but I'm certain that in future episodes of Podcast Answer Man, I will be bringing along other people to talk about how they have inspired me and a lot of the things that I have done, and how you can incorporate these same things, and that's what I hope that you'll do. I hope that you'll go out there and find some Pat Flynn's in your life, some Michael Hyatts in your life, some Dan Millers in your life, some uh, Stephen Crosses and some Daniel Hayes's and some uh, all of some Eric Fishers and Andy Trobs, and just, I mean I could just go on and on and on and on with names, and so networking with other people is important celebrating life together is important. And my friends, this is what I recommend that you go out and do. Take your relationships to the next level. Hey, real quick, I want to say thank you to those of you who have used my Bluehost affiliate link for signing up for your domains. Special thanks to, and I might actually get this one wrong, brianbolchbonus.com. That's Brian with an I, B-a-l or B A U L C H bonus.com. Truth, lies, and in between.com. That happens to be one of my A to Z students. And then uh, org, And that's probably wrong as well, but it's paramita or paramita. P A R A M I T A dot O R G. Thank you to you guys for using my Bluehost affiliate links. As you know, I get a very generous commission when you do that. If you want to learn about my thoughts on hosting, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting. Also want to thank you for using my BNH photo affiliate link when buying your equipment. If you're not interested in buying the two equipment packages that I have over at podcastanswerman.com slash equipment, I completely understand. But if you scroll down on that page, there are some affiliate links to the individual items. Or if you just go to gspn.tv forward slash BH for B and H photo, that's boy Henry, gspn.tv slash BH will take you right to BNH photo. Anything you shop and purchase right after going to that link will credit me with the commission as well. Also, I hope to see you at Social Media Marketing World, San Diego, California, April 7th through 9th. I'm bringing my wife and kids. It's going to be a great time gspn.tv slash social media is my affiliate link for that gspn.tv slash social media and of course don't forget sign up today for the meetup in southern California there San Diego podcastanswerman.com slash meetup and that my friends will wrap it up right now (laughs) thanks everybody podcast answer man